Blog Talk Radio. Live from Washington, D.C., it's quintessential listening. Poetry Online Radio. QLPOR, as it's widely known, features a bevy of poets, spoken word artists, and live poetry readings with best-selling authors. Your host is Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today, for your quintessential listening poetry flesh, my special guest is poet Alatishe Kolowale. Alatishe hails from Ijibu Ode, Ogun State, Nigeria. Alatishe is a friend of civilization. The poetry he writes serves as an instrument for changing society. He firmly establishes commitment to peace, equality, and progress through his work. As a result of his work, he has received international recognition. He's the author of several books, including Human Togetherness, Evolving Towards a New Frontier, and Save Our Earth, Promoting Peace and Planetary Wellness, co-authored with poet and activist Linda Graham Olson. Let's begin this journey. We're in the process of attempting to connect our teachers to the program. So what I'd like you to do, as I always ask you to do, is to hold on just for a couple of minutes until we make this happen. All right. Alatisha. Well, Alatisha, I know that you can hear me. I may not be able to hear you, but I know that you can hear me. And I'd like to bring on someone to say hello to you. All right. Hello. This is Quintus listening. How are you? Hello? Yes. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, Michael. How are you? I'm quite well with yourself. It's been very exciting that Alatishi and I have collaborated from only meeting about five or six weeks ago. Um, He heard me on your show, and unbelievable outcomes evolved. We... invited me to send him some poetry and a book is published on Amazon titled Save the Earth. <laughs> it just yes. kind of happened happened organically. Linda, share your name with the audience. Oh, it's Linda Olson Graham and Olson has an H in it. Linda Olson <laughs> Graham. Yeah. Alatisha uh, can hear us. He can hear us, but unfortunately we can't hear him. So uh, oh, what tinkering, tinkering with the technology, hopefully to be able to bring him on. Oh, I'd love, I mean, I just thought automatically that he'd be on, and I feel so honored that I'm ended up, you know, that I'm able to be here. That's, I mean, I really wanted to hear the show, and and then here you and I are talking. It's a, almost a little bit of a surprise to me, but it's wonderful, or, and it's wonderful. <laughs> yes, yes. So what I'd like you to do, Linda, he and I are going to continue to practice, so stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Well, you can leave the air, of course, but don't go too far. Okay. Because we're going to make No, I'll be right here. All right? Sounds okay. good. Thank sure. You. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Wow, you made my day. All right. Bye. <laughs> made mine, too. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. <laughs> One of my favorites. All right. 
Uh, T-Shade, we're going to keep trying. We're going to keep trying, my friend. We're going to make this happen. All right. We're dealing with technology. It happens all the time on this program. But we make things happen. Now, T-Shade, are you there? Linda, Alakisha said that he heard you. <laughs> he heard so you. So can you hear him on a personal? You can hear him on a personal line, but not. I can't hear him. No, no, no. It, I'm it, only able to communicate with him through Facebook Messenger. So that's how okay, I'm able to mistake. go back and forth. Oh, what yes. Yeah, that's yes, a shitty, Michael. But he, you know, he's he's an amazing person, and his poetry is. It moves me when I read it, and I feel so honored. He contacted me about five or six weeks ago. He heard me on your show. I was on September 12th, and he mm-hmm. had been a guest prior to that. So he heard the show that I was on, and he contacted me and said, we're writing about the same thing, saving the planet. And the second phone call we had, we FaceTimed, and we've, we've been FaceTiming. I mean, this last week, we each morning, because... In this short amount of time, a book has been he, – he, he had a book all ready to go, I think, called Save yes. the Earth. Yes. And he invited mm-hmm. me to send some poetry. So within a week, I had a first draft of a gorgeous book with opens – the first thing is my bio and 13 pages of my poetry and then his bio and 60 pages of his poetry. And I just feel so honored that to have made a new friend that's such a – sweet person to elevate our, both of our vision. He did. He almost magically, but I use the word magically loosely because I do truly believe in something called divine order. I really think yes. the earth is is right now ready for a shift in consciousness. And that's what my writing is about, is a mm-hmm. moment or two of silence and enough of the collective mind to quiet the atmosphere, which a French philosopher who was alive years ago created the word newosphere to describe a layer of thought that hovers above nature and acts as a universal consciousness. He actually felt that our thoughts go up to an energy field that surrounds the planet. And I learned of him 29 years ago. And mm-hmm. I immediately came up with this thought that if enough people could intentionally quiet their thinking that newest fear would become quieter. And if it gets reflected, it reverberates back and forth. All of a sudden, collectively, Earth is in a quieter, more healing, and open to intuition. I I was actually taught to meditate on a mountaintop in Haiti. It's, I, was in, I, was, I sailed thousands of miles in my 20s, and the captain and I were in Haiti for three months, and I found that I could buy vegetables for half what they cost in Port-au-Prince if I went up to a mountain market. Met an American mm-hmm. couple. The gentleman was a dropped-out lawyer. But his wife was an artist. She was selling art in Haitian galleries, and um, you know. And they had they. We'd go up there, have dinner, spend the night. They'd come down, you know, the, vice versa. I mean, we'd go up there, spend the night. They'd come down the boat, have dinner, spend the night. And one day, Steve said, "I could teach you and Joseph to meditate and chant." And you know that I didn't know for 20 years the chant was a chant of the Buddhism of Nisha and Daishonin. But the the main focus of what could bring the earth forward right now is the practice of that 
taught with Dignation Buddhism is to affirm positive thoughts. You know, and well, that's what let my me ask you a question. Been, let me ask you a question. Sure. Save our Earth, promoting peace and planetary wellness. What is the what's the what are you attempting? You and Alatiche attempting to convey to humanity? Is it poetry? Is it prose? What exactly is the book? I want to know. I'm fascinated. Well, my I think Alatiche's um, work is mostly poetry, and mine mm-hmm. is a combination of poetry and writing. So there are okay. prose pieces. So it's you know, it's it's that mine is a mix and always has been because I've had, you know, I have some prose poems that are very long, um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and then several line poems that have just written themselves through me. Um, mm-hmm. One is titled "Destination Peace on Earth." There could be someone on the bow of our boat. Our boat is our planet Earth. The landfall that's being pursued, peace. Planet Earth appears to be going through hell. War, destruction, poverty, starvation, terrorist attacks, the pandemic only begins the list of horror. Is it time to enter the next thousand-year cycle, an age foretold with peace and light and beauty? Yes. (laughs) So, you you know, I just feel it's that simple, that in a blink of an eye, if enough people, you know, if enough quieting went into the atmosphere that's around our planet and positive (laughs) thoughts, if people try to quiet their minds, and if they realize they're thinking, to immediately affirm a positive thought in their mind. Just compose a thought that, you know, just the sky looks beautiful today. You know, something that just is yes. not, a, not a judgment or, um, you know, just, so it's, I mean, I just think any that that sort of thing could really turn the, the entire earth into a sweeter place for everybody to live on and, and the destruction and the weather patterns. I think the weather, I've thought this for a long time. I had a lot of writing come through after I had a, I had a critical head injury almost 29 years ago. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, two of the lines that came through back then, I mean, 81 liners I extracted. One was crisis can bring about an evolutionary leap. Another one is there are laws of manifestation. We, in fact, are co-creators and can more fully actualize our experience. It's, you know, they're majorly about, um, very simply stated, each one's in and of themselves, live off love it sustains, open our hearts to see what precious things move out of it. One of them, it, it references God. God doesn't give us the answers to prayer. He gives us the capacity to find the answers. Air flows through me. Light flows through me. I am joy. I want to maintain the vitality in life by listening. Oh, I'm on. I mean, I just love them, you know. And then there's yeah. ones about the weather. That was what I started saying. I mean, in the middle, as mankind calms his quote unquote nature, mother will be pleased. Nature is an open book to enlightenment. Our process is to learn and read it. You know, they're, <laughs> they it, they yeah. just were really fun when I wrote them. They healed mm-hmm. me. I had a, I had an, something that could have been critical and it ended up because it was it was almost fun so many people yes. came forward for it well let's try and the right one more time let's oh, try that'd one be more great. time yes oh, oh, super, oh. Mike. all right yes sure. yeah hi michael how are you 
Oh, 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 my God. It worked. It worked, Linda. Yeah. It worked. <laughs> I'm right here, man. How you doing? <laughs> Alita, how are you? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm glad to be on the show. Yes, <laughs> Linda, can you hear us? I'm going to let the two of you talk for a while, and I'll just listen, because I'm so happy okay. Alatishi was able to come in. <laughs> oh, this. <laughs> oh, Alatishi, man, I am so happy. <laughs> well, let me I, calm down. I, 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 <laughs> let me calm down. Yeah, this is absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. All right, okay. Yeah. All right, let's focus. Let's focus. Let's focus. Let me breathe through the nose. All right. <laughs> out through the mouth, or breathe through the mouth, out through the nose. You don't want to know. I don't want to pass out. All right. Alatisha, you're here. Let's talk about, you've got two books out there. Let's talk about your first book, Human Togetherness. Tell me, tell me about it, my friend. Yeah, I think Shima. To be honest with you, I, you know, Humanity Again is basically talks again, it's a book that talks against um, abuse of power. It's a book that talks um, for most vulnerable in the society. It's a book that speaks for those whose stories are never heard. Uh, it's a book that talks about togetherness. People come, you know, we have to work together as a unit. It's a book that unifies and it's a book that talks about all of us singing the same world song. So this is a book that cuts across the various continents of the world, the various communities, you know, the various locals around the world. And I feel um, yes. it's an important book. It's a book that speaks for all of us. It's a book that talks about generation. It's a book that talks about Humanity. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask this. Why do you believe that these topics are important? I know why I would believe these topics are important. Why do you believe these topics are important to, to talk about? You know, it, the book is, it, it, this title is important because I understand the fact that without all of us together, we are weakened. Mm. We are weakened. Weakened how? And, um, weakened how? No, weakened how, my friend. How are we weakened? Without people together, you know, without mm. um, communities together, without families together, you know, mm-hmm. we are weakened. And it's easy for us to be vulnerable. All right, I like that. I like that. Now, how did you structure the content in the books? Is it primarily chapters, sections? Tell me more about it. I think I think the book is a free flowing book. It's um, it wasn't basically cut into sections. It was me just driving directly and getting my message across to the people, mm-hmm. especially across to readers. And um, it was it wasn't really about the chapters. It was for me to get across to my readers and uh, to be as simple as possible. Uh, Are you there, sir? 
You're breaking up. Alatisha. Well, Linda, I'd like to bring you on for a second. Well, sure, I'm right here. Yeah, he's 4,000 miles away. I'm amazed. We've been FaceTiming, and he's 4,000 miles away. We've actually become friends over this last month. So, (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about human togetherness? What do you think about human togetherness as a concept? Well, what he said, um, you know, it's singing the same world song. The next Mm. generations of humanity, families together when they're not when they're not together, you know, that yes. that even if they're not together, that they are connected in a in a loving sort of way and to be connected with the earth. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know, the line that he said that really jumped out at me was singing the same world song. I mean, yes. that could be the title of something right there. That's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. just, that's the title for the show. It's um, yes. his, his poetry is so articulate. Michael, do you want me to read something of his? I love it. Let's see if you see it. Hold on oh, one second. Sure, he's back on. Nice. Let's see if this works. Hold, on. One, Let's see if this works. Hold on. one second. Linda. Oh, yes. sure. Alatiche. Alatiche, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm right back. Sorry, I think we have some <laughs> internet issues. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Linda is going to favor us yeah, with one of your friends, my friend. All right. Linda, please. Oh, do you want me to read the poem I was going to read? Yes, yes, please. Oh, super. Alatishi, I offered to read one of your poems when you were silent. So I, this is oh, one from, from the book. Okay. I am in no comparison. The names at the header and the footer, which I am so proud of, is my humble identity. And my hands are simply here to say I belong to the whole body of the earth. On this long road, life said she is purely a competitive world. The pressure to be perfect and be the best is stiff and high for all, but my hands are down to earth. I am in no comparison with anyone. Never had I earned any comparison with the greats as I humbly shrug off William Shakespeare's, Edgar Allan Poe's, William Blake's, and Walt Whitman's comparisons. I insist I cannot be compared with the greatest writers in the world as I am yet to consistently perform over a prolonged number of years for the earth, the ecosystem, and her climate, the advancement of the endemic and endangered species, the entire bio-community, and all forms of life, which includes the humans, too. So there you go. I love that. I just love your poetry. I really love the way you articulate things, Alatishi. It's been wonderful to to get to know you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Which book is that particular poem from? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) This is a very special time, Linda. This is a special hour. I'm so glad you're here. I mean, I... I just feel it's Alatishi's show, and you know, if you if he wants to share more, that would be. I mean, he has a um, just such an amazing way of expressing himself. That's you know, I mean, perhaps you could tell us about your background and how you know how you came to start writing poetry, something like that. Because I love it. I just really love it. 
That's a great question. Let's begin there. Yeah. Oh yeah, Linda. Um, I think growing up, it, it could be sometimes difficult, you know. And um, I wanted to, ch- you know, I'm the first child of my father, you know, and I wanted to change the story. I wanted to rewrite my own story. I wanted to tell my kids that, you know, that Dad never had it good while he was growing up. So for me, I wanted to just tell my truth and I felt like um, the best way for me to do that is to pull my thoughts down just the way it is without mixing words and I also realized that you know it's way beyond just telling my own story it's about telling the stories of other people people who were never heard people whose stories were never heard people who are left behind I think it's more important for me to begin to about the, uh, the next person. I think poetry is beyond just one person. It's about showing love to those who, who lack it, showing empathy. It's about touching the lives of, of other people. It's about becoming, one of the, becoming an example because in today's world, young people don't have we do not have too many good, good examples, and um, we have to present ourselves, and we have to make sure we're available because we know the young people are watching, and they need the right models, and I think that we hope to become one of the right examples for, for the young people and the next generation. Yeah, I've actually been honored when you shared that with me, that, you know, that because I feel that way about your poetry, and you've you've just said some very nice things about mine. It's you know we, it's remarkable that we ended up collaborating, and what came out of it is a book to save the planet, save our save the earth, save the earth. I mean, it's just it's sick. The cover's so gorgeous, and you know your your ability to do the formatting and the artwork, Alatish, you really was you know it i mean i i'm just so i've been so impressed with what you've done and and during our our conversations just you know all of a sudden the next day i have a visual and it's it's really um strengthened the feeling within me that i feel that the vision that we both have mm-hmm. it's time for it to go global you know that's it's really that's the bottom line is that the earth needs something and my writing has, you know, and your writing, I mean, you've, you've won international awards. I mean, I, I feel very honored. I was named Colorado Department of Peace Poet Laureate. It, it just to share in front of people and feel like they're understanding better how to move forward as a collective humanity to solve our common problems. You know, if a, if well, a poem can a person to recognize what needs to be done and that that's it that's just a, an honor to be able to share something like that well what i'd like to do for a second for a minute i'd like to first focus on human togetherness and as we continue this journey we're going to be able to in my mind bring both books together tie them both together so what i'd like you to do for me Alatisha, is to share a poem from human togetherness Okay, uh, right. I would go ahead. I would um, 
I'll be right on it. Without togetherness, without people and family togetherness, without conflict, poverty, pandemic, terror, insecurity, overrides our back. It comes in the face of challenges. We are never the juggernaut of acknowledgement. If we are to evolve further to a point of revolution, we have to be asleep when we need to be awake. We have to be disciplined ourselves. As athletes, we'll discipline him or ourselves. We have to renounce our slovenly ways of our slovenly, our slovenly ways sunk in materialism and selfish and selfishness. That's basically the first poem. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask this question: What is the purpose? What's the meaning of yeah. it? Tell me more. Basically, the poem talks about the need for us to come together it's for and this point basically talks about the fact that without getting we are weakened and without without that it's difficult for us to fast to to climate condition the present climate situation around the world that threatens the, the, the planet it's way difficult for us to tackle terrorism. Mm-hmm. It's basically way difficult for us to attack the pandemic to provide solutions. And I feel when we together and we exchange ideas. You know, I just good. looked up the definition we, of weakness. I'm sorry, sir. We can change the world. Yeah. Well, I just looked at the definition of weekend because that word really stands out to me. That's why I asked you to, to talk further about it. It states, make or become weaker in power, resolve, or physical strength. Now, I know what that potentially means here in America for a number of different groups or a number of different causes. Talk more about what weakened means to you from an international perspective. It may be the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to interject something, Michael, if I may. Yes, yes. Okay, I think Alatishi is saying W-E and then C-A-N, we can, and you thought he was saying weakened. Oh, <laughs> Alatishi, were you saying we can? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Okay. I'm so glad I could I'm so Thank glad you, I could Linda. clarify that. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's, I'm, that's wonderful oh, yeah. that I was able to do that. Because I'm glad. It has a whole different meaning. Yes, yeah. you're like a guiding lightning. <laughs> Just hovering well, All right. <laughs> no, it was just fun to be here with you. That's, that's how I feel about it. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Alexisha, oh, please yeah. share another poem, my friend. Are you there, sir? Yeah, I'm right here. I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Please share another piece with us. 
I'm right here, Michael. This share another poem, please. <laughs> okay, I'll do that right away. All right. I continue to talk about the problems of the world. At the party of humanity, hope shines in my eye as I hold the hands of the homeless and feed the poor. That is why the good names are written in our history. As a party of humanity, hope shines for our eyes as I talk about the problems of the world. That is why I keep running into the storm. Others, stories of the vulnerable, but he is left with too many dilemmas on this journey towards togetherness. Are you there, LTC? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm here. Right, I'm right here. Okay, you you had concluded the poem. Yeah, I will. I'm actually just trying to like figure out some other forms. I'm trying to see okay. if I could basically okay. read some of my best forms. Yes, read, read a whole lot more. of them. I'm just trying to like yes, <laughs> read, read read two more right now. Okay, read two more. And I want to ask you a question. I am here to take the baton of hope. You, big wigs. I think I'd like you to sign off again and sign back on because there's a lot of static. It's broken up. We can't really hear you, my friend. Sign off one more time and sign back on. And hopefully I can talk to Linda while you're away. Oh, sure. I'm right here, Michael. All right. Thank you. It's my backup. All right. <laughs> well, let's switch to the newest book. What did you learn about yourself, Linda, writing the newest book? Say, well, I it was like going through a portal in my brain where mm. for 21 years, actually almost 20, well, 29 years, because I I started doing all this writing 29 years ago. I had a critical head injury, and, you know, a lot of poetry came through about peace. And then um, I, you know, and then in 2001, I wrote a formula for world peace the day after September 11th. Um, extracted two lines that were part of a small piece of art and put them in a 30 by 40 frame in an exhibit I had. One line was, has the time arrived when humanity is able to digest the remarkable reality of just how simple it could be to shift the earth's vibration. And the other one is about the French philosopher Teilhard de Chardin. I mean, I've talked about this before that he created the word newosphere to describe a layer of thought above nature that our thought to, and he felt they reflected back. So that was when I came up with this philosophy that if enough people could quiet their thinking, I actually may have just said that, but I, you know, it's, that's the point. That's the whole essence of my writing is one website that I used to have. I had two websites for decades and my niece, Jen Olson in Austin, Texas, just called me and said, your websites are a little long, and they're both 28 pages. And she said, I can consolidate them and make something brand new for you that will, you know, have the same information but just look a little crisper. And she did that mm-hmm. over the same time Alatishi and I were 
collaborating on the book. I mean, I he asked me to send him some poetry, and a week later, I had a first draft in my email. And I mean, I, I it was it's been unbelievable. Things happened so organically. It just and we both yes. have been giggling because we've enjoyed getting to know one another and mm-hmm. you know have to have Very the nice. time with somebody that you're collaborating with that and creating something that you're both excited about. That's what Alatishi has given me. It's like the greatest gift I could have asked for that my poetry well, is in back. his book. They, he had well, ready to back, go. Man. And then all of it, <laughs> is he, he back? Come on. Hold on. Yes, I hope so. Yeah, I'm right here. Oh, uh, thank you, Lena, for oh, the yeah. uh, <laughs> feel, huh? Oh, my God. Every okay. time you come back, I, I'm happy. <laughs> yes, me too. Thank you so much. <laughs> we have another caller, Alatisha. Alatisha, someone is calling in. Yeah, someone I, calling yeah I, I think I wanted to talk about, you know. Someone is calling, Alatisha. They want to talk to you. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Let, okay. Let's have let's have the person. Yes. Hello. Okay. Uh, hello, all. I hope everyone can hear me clearly. Yes, I can. Who can may I ask this call? Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, hi. Yes, this is uh, Christy Sawyer. I do have an opportunity to call in, so I'm very honored to be able to talk to you, Michael, uh, to you, Alatouche, and also to hear from Linda. Okay. And um. Just very briefly, because I know there have been some technical difficulties, I yes. do have the book Human Togetherness, and if I may, Michael, very briefly, yes. I would like to yes. read my um, one of my favorite poems from the book Human Togetherness. Oh, yay. Very, very briefly, thank you. <laughs> okay, thank you. And this is actually the introductory poem, and I think it's so, um, I've known Alatisha now for almost like three years. And I think it's such, it really embodies his work and what propels him to do his work. And the title of the poem is, I Live by the Fire. From the chest to the crest and then to the desk, I wear my scars like badges of honor. From the chest to the crest and then to the desk, the fire in my eye is fueled to the toughest challenges. From the chest to the crest and then to the desk, I smell like smoke while I walk through fire. From the chest to the crest and then to the desk, all I have tasted is desire lives by fire. From the chest to the crest and then to the desk, I am the light and my speech pours with the tales of the people. From the chest to the crest and then to the desk, I sit well within the fire which births the evolutionary sparks everywhere. From the chest to the crest and then to the desk, I have sown my love as widely as I can in the hearts of the people. And I really feel like uh-huh. this is, uh, like I said, really embodies what he does with his pen. This is what his pen well, does from the chest to the press. So thank you for allowing me to read it. Yes. Oh, beautiful, nice. beautiful. Let me ask you a question, Christy. That yes. poem, as the reader of that poem, talk about the emotions, if you can, that you take from it, that you may want to use to help spur you on, you know, to continue. Uh, Humanity. Oh, most yes, most definitely. And you know, just as a fellow writer, but one of the emotions, um, it starts in the heart. So when I hear like when I read from the chest to the crest, mm-hmm. it comes up to the mind. It's from your desk. But it's a purpose. It's almost like in sense of fire you can't keep it. It's like stuff in your bones. There may be situations that you wanna say, Oh, that's just the way of the world or 
course, just like that, but there's something that propels you. Uh, there's something that propels Elatisha. He has to speak up. He has to say there must be a change. He has to call attention to it. So as a fellow writer and just a fellow human, these are some of the emotions that are evoked as I read this poem, I Live by the Fire. Elatisha, what do you want humanity yeah, to take from your work? Yes, please talk. I want every, I want the world to begin to. I want to about the world. Unfortunately, my friend, you was broken up, so it's difficult to understand what you're saying. But I'm sure you want the world to continue its journey in terms of growing and developing, so that people come together. In a positive way. What do you think, Linda? Well, you know, I'm right here, ready at the ready with what's on the back of the book about, a, like, a little description of what Alatishi and I are up to. So, right. uh, you know, we so we so, seldom celebrate the Earth, and it is our time to. This revolutionary outlook is intentional, collective, and it's not silence, silencing initiative has the potential to result in healing humanity's experience on all levels, achieve global peace and calmer weather patterns. Alatishi and Linda convey the crude reality of biodiversity loss and crisis many are experiencing with poetry and prose as a medium. It is known by all that economic growth has proceeded at the competitive exclusion of life on Earth, including all non-human species in the aggregate. While urbanization and industrialization continue as a function of economic growth, the acts of conservation and preservation are neglected and relegated to the back line. Competitive exclusions continue to occur mostly in the urban areas, and these exclusions eat deep as our environment becomes degraded. The endemic species are endangered and face extinction. We all are at the brink of a collapse, and that's Right there, that's the line that I wrote 29 years ago about crisis can bring about an evolutionary leap. I mean, we're at a crisis point. There's so much, and the weather patterns are going crazy. And the writing that has come through me talks about the simple um, action of enough people intentionally quieting their thinking. You know, just before they go out in the morning or before breakfast, just say, I'm just going to sit for a minute and quiet my thing, watch one's breath, or if if thoughts come up, then to compose positive thoughts within one's mind, to have that intention that while they're quieting one's mind, if thoughts do arise, then the intention is to compose positive thoughts so that positivity goes out to the atmosphere. So um, yes. the last, um, I'll skip a paragraph, and then the last paragraph is, Alatishi and Linda speak highly about the conservation culture, and in a creative way, we celebrate the earth. This amazing piece of history is our own biodiversity crusade. We hope to safely regenerate our rich biodiversity for the good of life on Earth. Wow. I mean, I have to Thank feel you. so honored. It's, well, Alatishi is so articulate. He's, you know, I mean, I just feel like a sparkling light of a person got in touch with me five, five weeks ago or so. And, and it's been such a joy to interact with him. It just, he's, he's a prince of a person and he's 
you know, he's, and he has wonderful, he has, I mean, he, the weird thing to do the same thing with our writing is how the relationship evolved. I think that's just so sweet. And yeah, it was on your so show. Too. He heard me on your, you know, when when you interviewed me in early September, that's what kicked off our friendship. And God bless you for having that happen. I, I'm so appreciative. Well, actually, that was two Isn't months that, ago today. Two months ago today. Yeah, you were back, guess, on the 12th. It was. Wasn't that something? Today. Is he back online? Yes, Alicia, are you back? Christy, I know you need to go. Am I correct? Oh, um, I'm I'm fine to hang out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just yeah, I had, just had to do something. Yeah. I said something earlier, but I'm I'm here for the duration of the program. All right, all right. Would you please share another poem from Human Togetherness? That way, we'll get poems from both books, poems and messages from both. Okay. Books. Oh, very nice. All right. Uh, another that I would like to share is uh, this poem is entitled "We Have So Much Money for War." We have so much money for war, but we cannot feed our underprivileged or redesign our cities to prevent ghettos. We spend on weapons and systems that does not improve the quality of life of all people. The powerful forever grab our common wealth and stack it away in the faceless facilities so the illicit mm-hmm. gap forever widens. And that was, um, we have so much, so much money for war. And... Um, just one more short one, Michael, if I may. Yes, please. Okay, and the next is without prejudice. It is only when we stand for a common good that the progress of a state is unstoppable. When a state finds peace with itself and other states, the people tell their stories with empathy and without fear, without prejudice. The best outcomes happen when our predators crumble. Only then can we learn the way of peace. Wow. Now, Leticia, are mm-hmm. you there? Yeah, I'm right here. I want to say thank you, Christy. Uh, that was such a great recitation of the poem. Thank you. Well, Alatisha, yeah. let me ask this question before you read again. What did you learn about yourself okay. writing that particular book, Human Togetherness? What did you learn about yourself? Pardon? Hello? I can hear you. Okay. What did you learn about yourself from writing Human Togetherness? Who are you as a consequence of writing that book? Um, um, Human Togetherness is a very uh, personal title because, because I have actually been longing to rewrite my own history, my especially family history, to to be a a representation of my people, to preach peace, to preach togetherness, to preach oneness. That's one. That's the one thing I'm about, and to talk about the abuse of power. Share a poem, Alex please. Oh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go ahead. I am here yeah, to please. take the baton of hope. 
you. Big. Your way has failed. Stop wrecking the world. There are more and more others than my, like others like myself, who wish to take the baton. The time of the people has come. The goal is to pass on the baton to do well. I am here to take up the historic baton and run with it, so that we all stand rock firm and make greater to humanity. I want to run not for politics, but for truth and have hope within those who suffer. I'm here to take the baton of hope. If it will resurrect our native aspiration, I will run on eggshells in empty streets for my brothers and sisters. I am here to take the baton of hope. I want to ship my truth wherever it will travel, across mountains, lakes, streams, and then overseas. I am here to take up the baton of hope. I want to be one of those who light up the best examples in our society. I want to run well and run faster for the actualization of dreams. Baton of hope. I am set upon stage to set stories that will inspire initiatives generation after generation. In my head are pictures of a new future. I am a young imagination that is bold. I will make bigger leaps. Hey, you big wigs, I pray for the baton of hope. Pray that the day of ruin and devastation ends. You big wigs who have caused our people to stagger between, between weakness, fear, failure, misery, desperation in his mind. Allah sent you to a planet of your own. You, big wigs. Why not seek a planet of your own and go wreck it as you have wrecked this once beautiful planet? Hey, you big wigs, those of you with such power, to cast the world in your own image, in his mind, Alatisha is sent to a planet of your own when you can destroy another, another people in the world. That's the hand of the poem. Wow. Well. You know, Alatisha, you write with such conviction and power, all right? Here's the question. What do you view as being the role of a poet in modern-day society? What's the role of a poet, my friend? Well, while we waited... I'd like the two of you to kind of think about that question, too, if you don't mind. What would be the role of a poet in modern-day society with so much happening, so much chaos that you both talked about, that all three of you talked about? What is our role? What are we, what are we supposed to do? I really want to know. Talk to me. Well, I just, 
I, I really feel that when people hear things, either see things artistically or hear things artistically, it's ingested on a different level, on a more subliminal level, an inner vibrational level, rather than the outer physical. One feels it emotionally and spiritually even. I mean, that's, you know, my writing talks a lot about spirituality, really. It's... Um, Higher worlds, I I just really believe that there are, you know, that it's not so much beings, although I wrote a poem once titled All the Beings. I'd, if I could share that with you, Michael, that'd be great. This was this poem just wrote itself through me line by line a long time ago. So all the beings of all the worlds are watching now, so desirous of our upliftment praying to mankind to hear the calls, bathed and in a steady stream, beaming to our heart's desires, caressing what we say we want. We could see the end continuum as clearly as they do, rising in the bluest skies, fully in our heart for love, being one with God. So the, my writing really, I mean, occasionally God is mentioned, but it's more the light that is within us. I mean, that was what, you know, that's, my beacon of that's what sparks within my heart is the, the feeling of light, just becoming yes. lighter, you know, moving away from the density of the physical earth and, and thinking higher thoughts. I really think when I, I believe when one thinks higher thoughts, one moves one's mind away from the, you know, what's going on. And then as one becomes calmer, one can send out more positivity and, you know, just to be, um, have a shield that sends off the, what's going on in the world, really. And, you know, a little poem entered my mind a moment ago, and it's, it's very short. The earth is flying now. Time span meaning has new dimensions. <coughs> Before us beckons, higher realms are ours. And then in quotes. Well, in parentheses, it says, my parachuting command, and in quotes, ready, jump. That was my when I jumped out of an airplane a long time ago. <laughs> All right. Thank <laughs> you. That's what humanity <laughs> needs to do collectively is just, you know, say, okay, we can do it. All we need to do is just silence our thinking for a few minutes daily. And the, and the Earth's atmosphere would become more quiet and incrementally I believe it would build upon itself. That's really my belief in my heart. And it could well, lead it could lead us all into a quieter and healing. When one meditates, one I mean I, you know, I get really clear directions. I've been listening to that inner voice since I was a teenager and then when I was taught to meditate and chant in Haiti on a mountaintop I'd you know, I just I mean really clear directions when I meditate come into my mind. So I think humanity could heal itself on a broader scale and just more insight would come in, you know, to more people of what healing. Well, Christy, back. Yes, yeah, yeah, Michael, uh, Linda, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. um, I would like to, uh, (laughs) yeah, I would like to let you know the global temperature has Reason, as a, as a 20, 2019, we had it was an 1.1 degrees Celsius, and today we have 
the temperature has risen to um, a level of uh, that's a 1.5 degrees Celsius, and um, and I you know. All, all over the world, you know, we've had situations with flooding. Not, you know, the hurricane in in uh, in, in Florida. We had um, situations with flooding in Trinidad and Tobago, Chad, in many countries, even in Nigeria, in many countries, Denmark. You know, we had uh, we we all, we all faced um, a life. Um, many regions around this part of the world faced um, life-threatening situations, and. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that was basically one of those things that basically spurred us into action. And we realized that it was time for us to begin to talk about this uh, critical situation that threatens and, um, and the lives of, um, and the health of the planet. You know, climate yes. change mitigation is one of the oddest topics in the world today. And the most important thing for us all to do is to prevent and reduce um, emission of um, greenhouse gases. We, we all know that, you know, um, the most abundant greenhouse gas, accounting for about two thirds of greenhouse gases, is um, carbon dioxide, uh, it's, and it's largely a product of um, burning fossil fuel. And methane is a primary component of um, natural gas as well, and it's responsible for 25% of um, warming it is um a, a very powerful uh pollutant and basically mm -hmm. what this book talk, talks about is to what we've been able to achieve with this ways of um reducing the poisons in the atmosphere and how do we crazy that we're in an industrialized technology has come to stay and it's going to take us time for us to um replace um burning of fossil fossil fuel with um, renewable energy and uh, we understand that this whole thing takes time it takes um but we can basically begin to do simple things things by regenerating our forest we can begin to plant trees and then most importantly i think um it is important for us to protect our biodiversity that's one thing we are preaching against biodiversity laws. We are, we're telling the people if you cut off all the trees, then we then we then will not have we never have no birds. If there are no trees, there will be no birds. We have yes. to begin to realize that there are so many other endemic um, organisms that are going into extinction, and we have to begin to revive. Um, the ideals of conservation and preservation. We have to begin to look into uh, preserving our ecosystem, making sure that, you know, that, you know, we are as eco-friendly as possible. And um, that's exactly what this uh, book is about. You know, myself and Linda, we've talked about, you know, we've been talking about uh, ways to cool um, and to achieving um, calmer weather patterns and how do we do that? I think that mm -hmm. trees help to suck up poisonous gases from the atmosphere. I think the more trees we have, the better it is for us and for, 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 for the climate, for our climate. You know, it's so important because we, we understand that it's the simple things that everybody can come together and 
and walk on. And I, I'm actually beginning to look at the situation with flooding around the world. I, I realize that we have to begin to look at ensuring that our water bodies are properly taken care of. If there's a need for us to dredge our, the, our rivers, if there's a need for us to dredge our waterways in order for it to accommodate um, the pressure when there is heavy rainfall, we need to actually make sure that, you know, our drainages have the capacity to handle the pressure that comes from heavy rains, you know, to ensure that we prevent um, the problems with flooding. And, all, and I think also we have to ensure that we do not litter our, you know, our drainages with plastic pollutants and other forms of pollute, uh, pollutants. You know, I think these are basic, some basic things that this book um, basically talks about. And it basically also talks about ensuring that our waterways are free from plastic pollutants and other forms of pollutants because these pollutants threaten aquatic um, life. And uh, we, you know, it, this book talks about preservation of life. This, this book talks about biodiversity loss due to urbanization, due to industrialization. We've looked at, we've, we've taken our time to look at the effect of um, urbanization. We've looked at the effect of um, industrialization. We, we are looking at uh, what um, the effect of deforestation and how it has affected um, the global system. And uh, we feel like as people, we can begin to work together, not just as individuals, but as a collective to, ch yes. to, make, to, bring, to, get, to bring together change that is necessary um, in today's world. I think the most you important know, thing is not even about the present generation. What I speak of, what I speak for is the next generation. We have to um, create an, an enabler that inspires the dreams and potentials of the next generation. That is critical and important. You know, this book speaks for those who change society. It speaks for those who work every day and do so tirelessly to build an enabler that inspires the dreams and who work to build roads that connect and bridges that bind. It speaks for those well, who... Can, can I share something? I never. I also want to issues. let you know that... Yeah, go ahead. Okay, thank you. With all the issues that you talk about, it brings me back to the role of a poet in modern-day society. Christy, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, okay. The role of a, of a poet in modern-day society, I think it's illustrated very well with the pieces that Alice Pichin has shared as well as Linda. And if I'd be like, yes. if I'm succinct in, in the response, the role of, of a poet is to inform but also to inspire. And, like, throughout the poems um, and some information shared, you know, like when Linda shared about you know, the quieting of the thoughts and how, like, mm -hmm. all the, you know, we're pretty hectic society, definitely. Definitely, I know in the Western world, we're very, you know, go, 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 and, you know, we're up and we're doing, we're multitasking. And so uh, a lot of people even talk about the burnout of it and how these things are, um, you know, affecting us as well as our society, affecting us internally. Information of, okay, yeah, there's a problem here, there's a problem, but here's some inspiration, how it can be turned around, how we can turn the tides. 
uh, as well, even as what uh, Alatisha just shared, too, you know, talked about the uh, warming and the war. But here's the inspiration. So I think that's, um if I would put it in a nutshell, and it may be a bit simplistic, but I would say what initially comes to me, the role of a poet is to in, to inform and to also inspire. Oh, wow. Alatisha, you. you've got, you've yeah, got incredible, thank you so much. You've got incredible people around you. I just want to say that. Well, I'm loved. I'm loved by so many people, and I just can't thank them enough. They are wonderful people. Without them, you know, I won't be. I won't be here today. I just want to say thank you to Chris Sire, and I want to say thank you to Linda. You know, you've been amazing. You've been wonderful. I want to say thank you for your support. It means everything to me. You know, together we we're gonna do greater things. Oh, I love it. We've reached the end of our journey. Our time is almost up. But I'd like you, Alicia, if you can, to share one more poem before we go. Send us off in style. I'll do that right away. I'll do that right away. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I am that singer of hope. I, I come on. It's emotion. It's the same root as the color, the face of our people. Like from our communities. My songs are made to free children from the on the paved highway. These where other human beings in the blissful downpouring rain in this river of rich love. I am a native, a rhymer of fond, a fond of ballads whose ent- in the fireworks of the festive season of the vulnerable people I continue to cool my thoughts like the that's the hand of the poem I am so proud of you you're an incredible man you're standing up for things that people don't always put in this together. Well, you're important. Your the issues are important, and if there's an opportunity to showcase these issues, I'm going to work towards that. So I'm glad all three of you are here. This is a Absolutely. very special program. Very special program. And it oh, works. Thank you, I thought you read it from Nigeria. Thank you so much. <laughs> all yeah, right, everybody. Good. Final words from Christy and uh, Linda, and then our journey will be over. And I'll just Oh, yes, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for thank the opportunity. Uh, hi, as well. Hi, Linda. And I've heard a lot about Linda 
as well. And um, also I've had a chance to read some of the pieces like they collaborated and Save the Earth. Uh, have, I'm glad to thank, thankful to you as well, Michael, for just giving me the opportunity to call in to speak and share some pieces from Alatisha and Human Togetherness. And thank you, Alatisha, for sharing your pieces and sharing a bit of your gifting with me. So I'm just very mm-hmm. pleased to be a part of all of this, and thank you. All right, very nice. Linda. Well, thank you, Michael. You're a prince for doing what you do and sharing what you do to the world with the world. The poets that you have on, I really enjoyed the shows that I've heard in Alatitian. And, I mean, I'm just so honored to have had the chance to get to know you over these several weeks. Um, I'm going to close with three lines, if I can that um, are from my writing from 29 years ago. So that's very simply stated, move towards clarity of love and light. The lights of minds evolving illuminate the goal, opening hearts and love to be discovered. Every chance we have be aligned, embraced with joy and light. So that's good to me. Thank you so much. Alatisha, are you there? Yeah, I'm right here. I, I want to <laughs> thank you so much, Michael, for this amazing show. I want to thank you for this great platform. Mm-hmm. This platform is one of the best in the world, and I want to encourage other people to be a part of it. I want to thank Christy Sawyer for being there for me. You've been wonderful. You've been an amazing person. I want to I really use this opportunity to thank the entire Sawyer family for their endless support. I would love to use this opportunity to thank Linda Alton Graham for everything she's brought to the table. I want to say thank you to her. You know, she's worked tirelessly for many years, and I want to show her to the world. I want to use this opportunity to to let her know that all that hard work is not going to go down the drain, that we are going to be read by the millions and millions of people around the world, and that's the reason why we're here to show people what we're capable of, to show people that we want to change society. We want to, prepare, we want to, um, we want to present an enabler for the next generation. It's about the next generation. It's, uh, well, it's the next the generation in this shit. And I feel, yeah. um, you know, we, we want to pass the bait to those young folks who will run faster and run well for the actualization of dreams for the actualization of vision, for the actualization of important purpose, you know, and that's the reason why we're here. And uh, we hope they are listening. We hope this message we get will be passed to the young people, and we hope um, they will pick up important lessons and they will um, transform these um, lessons into life-changing situations and I just want to let you know that you know our book is going to be everywhere and it's going (laughs) to touch the lives of um, the millions of of people around the world and um, that's the goal that's the the hope that it uh, travels across the various countries of the world and it's you know it finds its in the various living rooms across the world other than our own living rooms and that's the goal and um, hopefully we hope absolutely and we hope that we can 
give back to the community. And we, we, we already doing that because we, I kicked off the one tree, the tree planting campaign in my community back here in Nigeria. And uh, we are, over time, I think we have been encouraging other people to plant trees. And we have done so with the hope that um, this idea can be replicated in other parts of the world. And then um, we hope it will happen and uh, we continue to do the best we can. And um, absolutely, absolutely there will definitely be more other initiatives that will actually be introduced as we proceed. Well, I don't think, I don't think I've ever met a person so committed to bringing the world together. Linda, you yes. and me too. Well, I'm just so touched that I would teach you something. Know, like, absolutely. Like Michael, like I told you, <laughs> um, I, I want to wake up someday and go to the World Games and all the countries in the world begin to sing the same world song. I want a situation mm-hmm. where there is a world, we have a world anthem. That's exactly what we're preaching. That what, I, I fully understand mm-hmm. that we all have our various national anthems. But we, well, we need a unifier. We need an anthem that everybody in the world can relate to. We need a unifier, mm-hmm. a song that everybody in the world can sing to. That I can, stand, I can stand on my feet and tell the world that I am a citizen of the world. That, you know... It doesn't matter where you're from, that we are the same people and that we share the same ideals, that we share the same vision, that we share the same goal, that we stand for the yes. same truth. That yes. is the goal. Well, what, that is the mission. What we're going to end with is this. The world needs an anthem. There are one like five countries in the world today, and we are all interconnected at a climbing level. Alatisha sees a world that calls for an anthem, and so do many other people across our today's world. They have all said our time will come. We are our lives, and we do all we can to save our own. Our hearts beat for the coronavirus victims. The world needs an anthem. If you ask who I am, but which local I am, I will simply say that I am peoples. I'm a local of the world. If you ask where I stand, the what grounds I stand upon, I would simply say that I stand for the world. I stand for peace, faith, unity, and progress. If you ask what I see, I see interdistant countries and faraway lands. I see our doctors, nurses, and carers on the front line. I see architects and builders from around the world building bridges, the binds, and the roads that connect. Yeah, it's a dream. We fly around the world. We fly around the sky. We are together. We are stronger now. Yeah, it's a dream. We fly around the sky. There is a song singing now. I wake from bed, and there is still a song singing now. I hum to myself. In the showers, it dawned on me that this old world needs an anthem. Our beautiful world needs an anthem. Our beautiful world needs a song. We want to dance. This beautiful world needs an anthem. We match for a purpose. I have never seen my skin on your skin, but I see myself in you. I see you in myself. You are my brother now. You are my sister now. I hear languages. I see beauty in our diversities. Things fall together, and the standard begins to old. Love is growing on every lawn. 
Love builds in every home. This world needs an anthem. I see neighbors all around the world joining in, singing this blissful song, singing the same notes to the same songs. Togetherness are the chorus in songs. There is a fall of rain. There is hope in our world. I see the future lights. I see all of us together frolicking with the same songs. I think that's a perfect wow, note to so, end on. Wow, thank, thank you, you so much. for listening. <laughs> I'll appreciate the yeah, like, Both books are available on Amazon.com. As I share every time we're together, good people, let poetry ring somewhere throughout the land. Goodbye. All right. Take care, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Quintessential Listening Poetry Online Radio is available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. You can also check out the website at qlpor.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.